All right. Good morning, everyone. We are here for a special meeting of the Sycamore Township Board of Trustees on Tuesday, April 13th. It is 10 a.m. I've called the meeting to order. Uh, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? Yes. Uh, Mr. LaBarbera? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman? Present. Thank you. And uh, as we've noted in all of our prior meetings for much of the last year, the state of Ohio has authorized local government bodies to meet through remote means. I'll spare you the whole speech this time, but uh, we need to approve electronic signatures. Do each of you approve, uh, or sorry, do each of you give your consent to placing your electronic signature on any items approved in this meeting which require your signature? I and I do. Consent for I electronic do. approval. I do. All right. Let the record reflect that all who need to have responded with approval. Very good. Um, we have one item on the agenda for this special meeting, and it is retiring or renewing of the ban note, bond anticipation notes on the maintenance building. Mr. Warwick, what do you have? Um, just a little history on this. Uh, if you recall back in December when uh, we brought our, the appropriations before the board, uh, which is our spending level, which actually becomes our budget, that uh, in addition to several other items, uh, two of the things that were appropriated or asked to be appropriated at that time would have been the retiring of the uh, uh, Gold Coast bond that we did uh, just uh, a couple of weeks ago, because that uh, bond was at 6%. Also presented at that same time uh, at that meeting was the retiring of the this uh, anticipation note uh, on the maintenance building with some road money tied into it also. And so the, that money was appropriated at that time. The um, uh, from administrator's standpoint, uh, a bond anticipation note anticipates that it's temporary and at some point either the bond is paid off or the township would uh, issue bonds uh, to, to pay it off and put those in place. Um, at the, the, the rates and the cost of the, the bond uh, would outstrip what the township is, has uh, the ability to earn these days. So um, uh, my proposal was just to uh, pay it off. Um, we're upside down from an arbitrage standpoint, if you will, meaning I think our money that uh, the township has invested earned 1.2% in 2020. And the current uh, note is at 1.55, which puts us upside down when you compare what we can earn to what we, uh, um, the cost of uh, having that bond. I also uh, sent to the board uh, a few days ago, I got a projection from uh, Bradley Payne who does that work for us. And uh, they're thinking that we could secure a note as low as 0.75% if we redid it. And if you uh, factor the interest and the transaction costs at that level, we basically are uh, about a wash with what we could earn uh, on the 1.2% uh, that we earned in uh, uh, 2020. So it would be a neutral uh, position at that point. Um, uh, we also had, 
I'm going to see here and share some things on the screen. That 0.75, that was for another one-year renewal or longer term? No, that's just one year. Um, our, um, can you see that? Yes. I, and I sent this to the board uh, the other day. This was a uh, email from Chris Verkalock, who's the chairman of uh, the finance committee. And uh, he was just making some observations uh, based on some conversations that the committee had prior and numbers that he had uh, uh, from uh, Brenda Weimer and uh, Andy Brossard from Bradley Payne and just made some observations here. And I think uh, uh, the projected numbers and, and what he's saying here is correct. And uh, uh, this is a public record. The trustees have it now, uh, but anybody could could request it. Um, and he's basically making the, the, the point about the upside down money arbitrage, if you will. And albeit it would go neutral if, if you renewed the note now because they think they can uh, get a better uh, rate, although we won't know that until, you know, they go out and get it. Um, the other thing is the, uh, the use of that, uh, by paying that money off, it does take the uh, cash uh, down uh, that the township has on hand. Um, that would be a small percentage, 10%, uh, let's say, of the, the money that we have. And uh, just coincidentally, uh, yesterday or the day before, we got our first half tax settlement in, which is about $10 million. 7.6 million of that settlement goes into TIFs. And uh, of the 7.6, 2.9 million actually goes into the Kenwood TIF, which is where the most of that uh, uh, money would come from to pay off the bond. Um, uh, so from a cash flow standpoint, we're almost we're with, with the settlement, we're, we're back to the same place. Um, and then, of course, uh, Mr. Porter will decide uh, whatever we do um, uh, about uh, investing uh, funds or laddering out of CDs or whatever uh, it looks like cash flow wise, uh, depending on what is decided. Um, the other thing is, if the if the uh, if the ban or this anticipatory note was renewed, with 30 days notice anytime during that year, um, it can be retired or we could issue bonds to, uh, to pay it off. The um, current bond market, if we went out and issued bonds, looks like we'd be at a rate between 1.5 and 2%. And the cost of uh, issuing those bonds, the transaction cost is higher than, than just securing a note. The transaction costs would be in the sixty to eighty thousand uh, dollar range, just depending on what uh, uh, what the uh, blended rates uh, happen to be with the bonds. Um, What's the source uh, of those figures? The, uh, Bradley Payne, uh, Andy Brossert at Bradley Payne. Thank you. Um, and. Uh, so the cost would go up on that money. And once again, at one and a half to 2%, uh, 
we're now upside down against what we basically could earn. Um, in the, let's see here, how do I do this? In the packet uh, for today, um, let's see here. We, I had Brenda Weimer uh, prepare uh, the document, the resolution and the attending documents that would have to be used to renew the note. So we have that before you and you also got that in your package. Also uh, in the package um, is a purchase order. Uh, allowing us to pay it off. At the last meeting, uh, we had a uh, resolution that set up this purchase order. Um, and after we got tied up because of the 30 day uh, rule, and I uh, asked uh, Brenda uh, and Andy, well, here's where we're at, what, what, what should we do? Uh, Brenda informed me uh, that we didn't need a resolution um that the uh, large PO was all we needed to execute because this money had all already been appropriated and all we had to do was ask the board to approve the uh, uh, the large PO. So I also have that available this morning depending on what you decide. Um, and then after you decide what we're going to do, uh, I think uh, Deepak has suggested that we uh, uh, we ought to uh, 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 rescind or get rid of that uh, resolution from the last meeting that's still hanging out there. I don't know that we need to do that because I think it becomes moot once you decide on the action. But uh, we also have uh, we have that in the package. So yeah, just real quick on that. Um, well, we, the reason we want to repeal that uh, uh, 021 resolution is we don't want that hanging out there um, because it, it is it is still effective. So, um, you know, in talking to Brenda yesterday when we were talking about how to clean this up, um, you know, everything Ray said was accurate. And then the kind of the final piece to cleaning this up is to uh, repeal that resolution. So. Um, we're obviously going to go in direction A or B here at some point this morning. So whatever direction we go, we definitely want to repeal that resolution that was passed last week. All right. So in essence, we have bond anticipation notes issued a year ago, which are due May 4th, which the township agreed it would pay off at that time. The expectation a year ago being we might refinance them. We might not. We might pay them. Repaying them because they become due and are a bill of the township, which is due May 4th, requires a PO, purchase order, not a resolution to take any action. Is that correct? Because the only action that a resolution might be needed for would be to actually issue bonds. And so- that's the way, Yes, that's the way I understand it. So if a purchase order is approved, which requires a majority vote, not a unanimous vote for immediate effectiveness, 
then the bonds can be paid off right away if that's the direction the board goes. Is that correct? I think so, yes. Mr. Desai, is that correct? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say it a little bit differently. The latter part's definitely correct. The resolution that was passed last year actually authorized the payment of the note already. Um, and so that's why Brenda is saying there was no need to present a resolution to the board is that the resolution passed last year to get this note, if you remember, it was a renewal, right? Um, already authorized the payment of it when it matured. And since the board, when it did its appropriation resolution for the year, went ahead and appropriated the money uh, to make the payment, um, everything was in place. All that really needed to be done was to go uh, and look at the PO and then make a decision on that. Okay, thank you. All right, yeah. anything else to present as to that, Ray, first of all? No, that's all I have. All right. Um, any discussion or motions from anyone on the board? Yeah, I, I have some comments before a motion's made. Um, for, first, let me say, I'm totally upset by the process and how we got here. We, last meeting, we received the, uh, last Tuesday, we received the original notice of the bond payoff request at 12.09 in the afternoon, just hours before the start of our meeting. If we weren't, if I wasn't on the computer at 12.09, I wouldn't have got it until later in the afternoon. Our administrator knew this was due in May for an entire year, but we ch but chose instead to wait until the last minute to present us with a resolution to spend $4.275 million with virtually zero information on the current rates. We were being asked to make an informed decision with about half of the information required to do so. This is a significant transaction and, should, and we should have received this well in advance of the meeting, so we had time to do a little research on it. Um, on Monday, we received the, 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 uh, the email from Mr. Vergalak, who is a member of our finance committee, and I wanted to address a couple of things in that email. The first item is regarding TIF funds. While Mr. Vergalak is correct that TIF funds are restricted funds, it doesn't mean that it is impossible to get permission to deviate from those restrictions to meet other obligations. We worked very hard recently with the legislature to get the legislation passed that enabled townships to apply 25% of the unencumbered TIF funds to road projects in their communities. To Sycamore Township, that meant nearly $4 million of funds for road repairs that we did not have any other revenue sources for. We're facing two complete unknowns in the future that could negatively affect our finances in the township. And I spoke about both of these at our last meeting. Number one is the potential Ohio legislation curbing collection of earnings tax for those employed in the JEDS districts but working at home and the other one is President Biden's American Rescue Plan, which eliminates any federal aid to non-entitlement units of government, which in Ohio includes townships. While we've been working continuously with Senator Portman and Senator Brown's office on this, in an effort to convince Treasury Secretary Yellen to modify the, the distribution guidelines, we are not making progress on this right now. Uh, in fact, I just received 10 minutes ago a text from the from Senator Portman's uh, Washington staff telling me that we're not we're not doing well with this and I'm optimistic I'm, I'm not optimistic about a positive outcome on this. 
If the Ohio legislation passes regarding the curtailment of certain of some earnings tax, and we continue to be closed out of federal relief funds from the American Rescue Plan, I have every intention of petitioning the state legislature to allow us to, addition, to use additional unencumbered TIF funds to offset revenue losses in the township. If we continue to deplete those funds by unnecessarily paying off low interest bonds, it reduces our options to get creative with project funding using TIF funds in the future. Now, uh, one other item based on Mr. Vergilak's math in his item number four, if you have it, and understanding that we can now roll over these bonds for an additional year at 0.75% net. That is three quarters of a percent interest rate, and that is net. So unlike what Mr. Um, Mr. Vergilak had suggested that we were uh, had a $20,000 issuance cost, that issuance cost is included in the 0.75 net. Uh, in my conversations uh, with um, uh, with uh, Andy Brossert yesterday and Brenda Weimer, um, we we uh, all that is that 0.75 is all inclusive, and I even asked him to reiterate that, and he sent me an email after my conversation with him as well. So that is a 0.75 net, and with a, and with our our current investments at a 1.2 percent interest rate. That would mean that we would, if by, by extending this an additional year, we would actually make $19,238 just by rolling this over and keeping the money invested instead of paying off the bonds. Let me be cl completely clear about this. Debt is only a problem if you can't pay it. The townships, the township planning horizons have always been 20 years, not 20 months. We have very favorably positioned our township with great cash flows and significant reserves to continue to be healthy for the next 20 years. And I believe deviating from this type of fiscal planning is detrimental to the long-term viability of low taxes and high levels of service for all of our residents and businesses. We must also not forget that debt has a direct effect on our credit rating. We have worked very hard over the years to achieve a AA1 credit rating by Moody's, which is their second highest rating. And they issued, uh, uh, and I can tell you that Groveport, Ohio has a single A1 credit rating, and they issued bonds last week at 67 basis points higher than Andy Brossard estimates that we, could, we would be at if we were to decide on a 10-year bond today. An additional 67 basis points is very significant when issuing bonds for large projects. Once again, managing debt and having reserves are the two key components of our great credit ratings by Moody's. Finally, I spent this weekend, I talked to a number of residents regarding this issue. I, I talked to some people at the Trash Bash. I also talked to some residents at the St. Vincent de Paul truck that I worked on Sunday. I talked to 21 people total and 20 of those 21 people, after learning the, the, all the facts about this case, were totally convinced that this, that, that issue, that re-upping this for additional year was the most prudent thing to do. But the other one, the other person said, look, I don't know anything about bonds, so you're asking the wrong guy. Um, I'm telling you, by rolling the bonds over for another year, we can A, make money, B, maintain our stellar credit rating, and C, 
preserve our reserves to possibly use on other projects all together at the same time. I believe there's a very compelling argument to roll these bonds over for another year because it's the best option for our residents and for Sycamore Township. So now you know where I stand on this issue. Thanks, Tom. In, any other comments, motions, or so forth? Let, let me ask first, Mr. Warwick. Mr. Weedman, in his prepared remarks there, said that um, uh, the costs are actually rolled into the 0.75 in some way. Is that in accord with what Mr. Brossert or Brenda Wehmer told you? The uh, the costs are paid as a part of the uh, issuance, yes, but it's uh, it's money that's added to the principal. So we're paying it over time, in other words, not up front. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that's not, that's not, by the way, that's not how uh, Andy Brossert described it. And I even, I even, like I said, I sent him another email asking to confirm that. And he said all the all the costs are within that 0.75 percent uh, uh, interest rate. So, for whatever that's worth. Okay, thank you, uh, Mr. LaBarber. Any comments? First of yeah, all, I, I was under the impression that we uh, we would end up uh, paying like eighteen thousand dollars plus on this. Not that we're making money on this, we're going to be losing money on this. Well, you do the math. That you're was, making 1.2 percent on your on your investments, and you're paying 0.75 percent on the borrow. You have to be in the black. I mean, this is third grade math. Well, no, we're talking about a fee to change it over, to change the four point. You know, like I said, like I said, I'll be happy to pull up the email. Why don't you share that with us, Tom? Yeah. As you're pulling that up, I would note, by the way, that on the agenda that was shared with us four days before our prior meeting, uh, the bond payoff was also on there. The resolution itself that was prepared wasn't shared until the um, day of the meeting. But on April 2nd, we received the agenda. Okay, and I'm not sure how to share this. Click on the green share screen button at the bottom of the Zoom screen. If you're not seeing that, hover over the bottom of the screen and it should pop up. I see it. Yeah. So I just gotta find out how to find that email to share, let's see. And I saw the figure I saw was eighteen thousand escalating into the twenties uh, and into the thirties. So, I believe you might be looking at Mr. Virgilac's uh, uh, past history of um, of uh, a one point five five percent, perhaps when we're now at point seven five. Uh, let's see here. I'm not really sure how to get this on the screen. I can't seem to find that email, even though it's open. Let's see. I think we're saying the same thing, Tom, uh, just different ways that 
the uh, the eighteen thousand or the transaction cost is being financed. So we're increasing at eighteen thousand dollars. So my, my email to him was, Andy, thanks a lot for the info. I just received the attachment and I also believe you told me that the 0.75% included all fees to roll this in addition, to roll this in additional year. Is that correct? I don't want to make any mistakes tomorrow when, I, when we're in our meeting. And his response is, yes, it does. As you can see from the email below, he was given the he, he was given the information and said the board would be getting this information. Not sure if that made its way to you there. So he is saying he supplied this information, but that it is 0.75% all, all that's a net. And so I'm not sure if I'm not, I'm not sure why we're suggesting that there's an additional fee to do that to to uh, reissue this because and it's include it's over and above the 0.75. And then when did he send this to you, Tom? Yesterday. And why didn't you share that with your fellow trustees? Um, because I, because I, I'm really not supposed to communicate with my fellow trustees. Uh, well, why didn't you share it with Ray Warwick and let him share it with us? That's the. We're with well, people. I, I just got it yesterday Instead afternoon. Instead of a gotcha. Instead I of just, a gotcha. No, I just got it yesterday afternoon, Mr. Uh, LaBarbera. So, uh, uh, and it's, and it was and and it was, it was part of my notes here today. So. You've received the information here in a public meeting. You have no reason to complain about it. Well, I am complaining about it. Well, fine. You I can complain all you want. All right, gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Let, let's stick to the merits of the decision here as well with the information we now have. Um, so Mr. Weedman's presented this information. He's consulted with uh, a team of bond scholars at the trash bash, it appears. So. Um, I, I, I recognize this is something the township could go either way. Oh, these are residents, Tom, by the way, these are residents. They're not bond council. They're residents. These are the people we work for and report to, just so you know. I but understand don't, don't, we were Don't underestimate who these people are. I, I am not, sir. But I, I also recognize that we've been piling buckets of money that we've been extracting from them as taxes into these funds that we are accumulating to the tune of approximately $40 million in reserves, which is a wonderful thing to have tens of millions of dollars in reserve, except that it's not our money. And we continue to tax them and continue to extract more of that money from them and put it into buckets, magic buckets of money called TIFFs and other things, where it's nice to be able to spend that money, but it's not our money ultimately. And the question is, should we be accumulating that much of it and continuing to have debt or pay off some of the debt that we have with the money that we have already extracted from these taxpayers. And, and so that's my thought here. We have the funds readily available to do this and, and much more as well that we could use to pay off this obligation. It's nice to keep an open credit card, I suppose, or line of credit if you need it out there. And the rates are certainly attractive right now, no question about that. But there are still transaction costs in doing it and it looks like it's going to cost us money to do that. So the question is, do we continue doing that or not? Or we do, do we just pay it off? And if we need to borrow money in the future, we do so probably at higher rates based on what the Biden administration is going to be causing. I think we all expect rates are likely going up, but they're not up now. We don't know where they're going. And if we did have a, some sort of you know crystal ball where we could predict exactly what was going to be 
happening, we'd all be rich because we could act on that. But we just don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. As you noted, it's unfortunate we're not getting this latest infusion of cash from the federal government because Congress left townships out. I don't see any way the government can regulate around that if they want to fix it. It's unfortunate, but Congress made a mistake or did it to us on purpose, perhaps for political reasons. I don't know, but that money's not coming. So we're not getting that latest infusion, but we have plenty more taxpayer money that we have accumulated over the years and just parked in accounts. So the question before us again is, should we use some of that to pay down the debt we've accumulated to close off some future costs there? That's what we're looking at. Tom, can I just weigh in a second here? Usually you, you pay off debt when money is expensive, not when it's cheap. And right now it's about as cheap as it's going to get. So I, if you're looking for a recommendation from me, I would recommend that you uh, extend this out a year at the at, uh, uh, you know, favorable rate of the 0.75%. And uh, as um, the chairman of the uh, Citizens Finance Committee pointed out, we're getting 1.22. So we are making some money for, by extending it out a year. And uh, we can always pay it off next year. I don't see what the hurry is to do it uh, um, now. Let me ask you a question about that, because you and I had a discussion yesterday about that. And um, there are IRS bond arbitrage rules that apply to tax exempt bonds issued by townships and municipalities and units of government, where if we are doing it, knowing going in, we're making money off of it, they their tax exempt status is jeopardized. Is that a concern here? Well, that's why we have bond council. I don't know whether it is or not. That's a very complicated uh, legal issue. And that's why we hire bond council. If bond council said we couldn't do it, I, we wouldn't be doing it. But I, I, it's my understanding that uh, they haven't told us that. So, uh, as as I say, I I share Tom uh, Weedman's concern that this was, uh, you know, kind of jumped on us without time to uh, evaluate all the issues. And that's that's a valid issue, Tom. If that was a problem, yeah, we 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 should know that. But. Bond Council hasn't told us that as far as I'm aware. So uh, you can make short-term arbitrage profits without, without a problem. But I don't know the actual rules on that. And if that was a problem, I'm sure Bond Council would alert us to us because that's why you hire Bond Council. You want to make sure that you have uh, the tax-exempt status. And that's and why you get it so cheap. And in the resolution a year ago where we approved the bond anticipation notes, we in fact said that uh, we would avoid any arbitrage situations. Uh, that's one of the affirmations we had to make in well, there. Well, that, that's, stand, that's standard yeah. in, in those kind of resolutions, and that's right. what bond council uh, signs off on. That's one mm -hmm. of the main jobs they have. Mm -hmm. And, and and I will note that this came up in our discussion last night too. That if, of of course we've been talking about paying off bonds for a while. The specifics of this came up recently as to exactly how it would happen. But this this wasn't an out of the blue surprise that we were discussing paying off some of the debt obligations of the township. Yeah, but this is one of the cheapest uh, ones we have. If we were going to pay something off, we probably should pay off bonds that are more expensive than 075 percent. You pay off uh, I agree. Your, we you should pay off your high interest stuff, not the low interest stuff. 
And and I agree with that. <laughs> and by the way, we did we did recently uh, close out those bonds on Kemper Road because they were at six and a half percent. So right. that goes right back to what Mr. Porter's saying. What I've suggested that at 075 percent, we have no reason not to roll this thing over another year. Mm. By the way, on the other debt that we hold that's not callable at this point, I just offer this up because uh, it's being discussed that the legislature may uh, change the rules back to the way they were some time ago, which would uh, let us entertain uh indeed retiring uh some debt that's uh at higher percentage uh when that's going to happen and if it's going to happen i don't know but uh andy brossard is certainly watching that i just don't see how constitutionally they could do that with existing obligations though yeah that well, doesn't stop government from doing things i know but <laughs> don't know well, i mean if that's the case it's even more reason to delay it a you know, a year to see what uh, what shakes out with that, and pay off higher stuff instead of uh, 0.75 percent uh, notes. Well, where we are now, if the board took no action at all, there is a resolution saying currently still in effect, but well, which becomes effective a few days after the maturity date of the bonds, which says pay them off. Of course, at that point, they would be in default. Um, if we were to take action to refinance instead, we need to take affirmative action of some kind now also, wouldn't we? Which would need to be unanimous in terms of issuing the bonds. And there's nothing on the table list of that either. So, something's got to happen. Either we issue a pay, PO paying off what's there now, or we would need to move ahead with refinancing if that made sense. <laughs> but I think that would require a resolution. Mr. Desai, is that is that correct? Yeah, I think the resolution that's in your package today was prepared by bond council if you decide to go the route of, um, of um, uh, you know, refinancing. So that's the the uh, resolution. Ray, am I, I'm correct on that, right? That's the one you got from bond council? Yes. Yeah, so that's the resolution in the package today. You are correct, Mr. James, that that has to be passed unanimously so that it goes into effect immediately because uh, they do need to get on this right away. So that's option one. Option two is there was language in the resolution last year that allowed the trustees to go ahead and pay the note before its maturity date in May 021. The appropriation resolution that was put together and approved by the trustees last year contemplated that payment and appropriated the money from the three funds that was discussed at the last meeting. And so there's a PO today that can be passed by the trustees uh, that does not require uh, unanimity. It requires a simple majority, and that is option two. I, I will make a motion that uh, we uh, resolution uh, for not approving a resolution authorizing the issuance of not to exceed $4.275 million various purpose bond anticipation notes, Sycamore Township, Ohio, and declaring an emergency. I think we should discuss it more before we do any move forward on that at all. <clears throat> well, I just like to be. Uh, I, I'd like us all to be on record. That's all. I think this is the this is the appropriate way to appropriate way to proceed. And so, uh, um, I, are I think, we are I think we, we sure about we this? All, I, we certainly have all the facts down. 
All right, hold on. There's, there's a motion. Is there a second, first of all? All right, there's no second as of yet, but Mr. LaBarbera, did you have something to say? Yeah, do we know how much money we're going to pay to redo this? Because I, I was under the impression it was 18000 We were going to, you know, we could cost us to, to do this, to the paperwork or whatever, the financial move. Can we find that out before we proceed? It's $18,053. So it's 18000 Mr. Weedman has indicated otherwise, though. Is there some way we can confirm that? Well, that's the cost of the issuance. I think we're both saying the same thing. It's 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 rolled into the deal. We're not going to write a check for that amount. Mm -hmm. um, and however they they mm -hmm. net out uh, the the point seven five, um, so be it. But the fact is. Um, the eighteen thousand dollars is going to uh, bond council to uh, uh, the the people selling or renewing the note, and there's few other fees, but they do exist. Maybe I can just help. Um, this might be make it more clear how it works. The point seven five percent would be maybe a point six eight percent if we were paying a check for that eighteen. Uh, thousand, but we're not. So the eighteen thousand. I don't know whether that's right or not, but that's the figure that's being uh, tossed around. That is in the point seven five percent that we're talking about. If it wasn't in there, the point seven five might be like a point six eight percent, as opposed to point seven five. It'd be even lower. So I don't know if that helps Mr. LaBarber or not, but that's. That's how I would explain it. I'd like to get clarification on that, frankly, myself, too. Um, but we're coming up on May 4th, not too far out. So that's a factor here also. Um, Ray, how much time do we need if we were to act on refinancing here for the short term, short term, excuse me, at the 0.75% rate? Um, we can always do another special meeting if we need a day or so to gather this information. Mr. James, the one thing I'd caution you about is we've got a 48 hour uh, notice period for special meetings. Mm -hmm. So the earliest we'd be able to get back together would be on Thursday, the 15th. Mm -hmm. What if we take a recess and let uh, Mr. Warwick contact um, who he needs to contact and then we can come back after recess? That's an excellent idea. Thanks. Thank you. All right. And what do you want me to find out if we still, how much time we have left to, to uh, find out how much lead time we need. If we were to, uh, if we were to say go on refinancing, how much time do we need so that we ensure we do not default on the current notes that are out there that are due on May 4th. Um, find out whether the 0.75% rate is a higher rate inclusive of costs and there is no principal add on or other upfront cost as to the refinancing or whether in fact there is and let let's know those numbers so if you can reach out why don't we take a uh, recess of uh can i jump in tom mr sure. deepak but uh, mr decide can can you get mr weedman to send us the information he has that he's just gathered yesterday so we may have that to look at during this recess just an email that would we would have to go can he send it to both of us i think he can because we're not making any decision on anything 
Yeah, I think Mr. Weaven's concern is he didn't want to get engaged in a discussion among the trustees by email, which I appreciate. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, if uh, Mr. Weaven wants to just forward it um, without comment um, on either end, then that's fine. That would just be, you know, sharing factual information. All right, please do that, Tom. Why don't we take uh, 10 minutes here and we'll reconvene at 10.50 a.m. Uh, so technically, how does this work? Will we have to go back on to, should we click out and then we'll go no, back? I, I'd suggest you just mute your video and your audio and uh, that'll take your sound down and your screen down. And then when you come back, unmute each of those, but leave the connection active. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Mr. James, can I suggest yep. maybe make it 20 minutes to give Mr. Warwick ample time to do what he needs to do? Sure. Uh, we can reconvene at 11 a.m. then. Mr. Weedman, did you catch that? Yes. Uh, okay. Thank you. We'll reconvene at 11 a.m. then. Thank, Thank you, everyone. All right, we've still got three minutes to go, and I don't want to restart before 11 a.m. since we told the public 11. So we'll just kind of stand by here a minute. Coffee, anyone? <laughs>
All right, it's 11 o'clock. If everyone's ready to join back in. Mr. LaBarbera, are you out there? Mr. Porter's here. Rob Ebel, are we streaming? Okay, thank you. We'll wait for Mr. LaBarber to join and then we'll start back up here. There we go. All right, let the record reflect everyone is back from our recess here. Um, I, Mr. Warwick has some information. Like, I do wanna, wanna, wanna you show something Mr. first. Mr. Porter, Mr. Porter, do a roll call real quick. Uh, if you like, technically we didn't adjourn, I suppose, but yes, Mr. Porter, go ahead and do that. Uh, Ms. LaBarber? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman. Tom, you're muted. Present. If Mr. James, if I could, just before we before we uh, move into what Mr. Warwick has for us, let me just address something that you said about TIF funds being collected from our businesses. If we close every TIF today, the residents and businesses will not get a single dollar reduction in their taxes, not one dollar. These are funds generated in our business district, and if they don't come to the township in the form of TIF, they're gonna be distributed outside of Sycamore Township. So your statement uh, about collecting these funds was seriously misleading to our residents and suggested that perhaps they might get a tax break if we quit collecting TIF funds. That is blatantly, blatantly 100% false and you shouldn't suggest that, to, suggest that, that uh, we are uh, erroneously collecting TIF funds and it, it hurts our residents because of taxes. That's blatantly false, and, and uh, I think you should you should uh, correct the record for that. It, if that were what I said, I would correct the record because I agree that is false, but that's not what I said, and you okay. misunderstood. But okay. sure. uh, I, I agree. If the TIFs close down, the money that we are walling off within them would otherwise be collected by the county. So there is a benefit to it, accumulating that money. No question. Good, yeah, there is there is a good thing. It is a good thing, then, is what you're saying. Yes, but they aren't magic so, buckets of money. So... <laughs> Well, you call them magic buckets of money. I'm not sure where you get that definition. The reality is it's good business planning that the township's done over many, many years that's generated the $40 million we have in unencumbered funds mm -hmm. as we speak today. So don't suggest this is a bad thing. You continue to give it, you continue to shed uh, bad light on TIFs and they're not really bad. They're actually quite good for our township and our residents. And, well, and my concern was- Maybe Mr. Warwick could go ahead and proceed. Okay, thanks. I'm, I'm chairing the meeting right now, though. So thank you. I'll, I'll call on him in a moment. But uh, my point was simply that we are collecting a lot of money from taxpayers that is accumulating. 
and we are government and we are taking from that effectively at the point of a gun in the end if they refuse to pay because law enforcement ultimately can get involved or property can be seized. So we need to be good shepherds of that money and what we're doing and not hang on to it. So with that, I, I do want to note, thank you, you shared an email with us uh, before we reconvened, and I do want to just share that here on the screen if I can. Uh, can you gentlemen see that? Yes. Okay. So this was an uh, email from Mr. Brossard. I did just want to point out that he, he noted in here uh, in this email to Ray that the cost of issuance was $18,000 plus. I understand that uh, has possibly changed. There were some other conversation here. There's mention of an attachment in this, which you didn't forward on, Mr. Wiedemann, but I think Mr. Warwick may have some new information now that'll render it all moot. So I'm going to stop sharing that and let Mr. Warwick have the floor here. Okay. I, uh, first, the answer to the two questions, uh, the drop dead date uh, to uh, uh, give instructions to renew the note would be next Monday, the 19th. If we paid the 18,000 and change uh, with a check, instead of rolling it into the deal, the 0.75 would be reduced to about 0.5. And then I got a third piece of information because when I talked to Andy, he was actually sitting there with his folks doing a uh, note, uh, the same kind of note for the city of Fairfield. And today's market, indicates that Fairfield's probably going to be able to secure the note at 0.25. So based on that market condition that I just heard about, I think it's highly unlikely that the market's gonna move against us in the uh, next week, about the time it would take uh, him to do this. And so since I have that information, I'm obligated obviously to give it to the board, but at 0.25, uh, it would seem to me that uh, even the $18,000 reissue uh, transaction cost is irrelevant. And, uh, and, and also keeping in mind that if uh, we renew the note, um, uh, we can make a different decision about it with 30 days notice and we can be watching the market the, the whole time. So based on the 0.25, um, I think it's pretty hard uh, not to uh, uh, go ahead and give it a, another year or um, give it some more months. It, I, I have to agree at this point. Um, and I think we should keep a careful eye on this throughout the year and consider paying it off if we need to at some point. But uh, if we do have other debt that is eligible for early payoff at higher rates, yes, that should be our focus, I think, first to do that. Um, so, all right, well, we have, before we recessed, we had an unseconded motion on the floor from Mr. Weedman to proceed with the resolution approving the reissuance of uh, one-year bond anticipation notes. Is there a second as to that? I don't think we need that, Tom. Why don't I just oh. read the resolution? Right. I, yeah, and, let's just read then, the resolution and then we'll okay. have, have a motion or not on it. Okay. The, the, the resolution says, resolution authorizing the issuance of not to exceed $4,275,000 various purpose bond anticipation notes, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 
and declaring an emergency. Motion. Motion to approve. Motion to approve. All right, you've both moved to approve, so I'll second. All right, uh, any further discussion from anyone as to this or have we all covered our points and now from the new information have different thoughts? What, any, any discussion in other words? Well, I appreciate Mr. Warwick uh, giving that information with the new information that changes uh, my opinion completely at point two five. Thank you, Ray. I, I, Nothing I did. Just, it's the market. It's just, crazy. Just for, just for the record, I believe uh, Mr. Mr. Porter was accurate, as that was I, that 0.75 included the $18,000 uh, uh, in, in fees. And so at 0.75, we were still cash flow positive, 19000 and change. So uh, uh, the fact that we can go down to 0.25 is even better. Mm. And that may be the case. That's a bit unclear from Mr. Brossard's email and without the attachment, we can't tell for sure. But as anyway, the market changed, so it's smooth information. Yeah, I, um, let, me mention, let me mention I did not also receive an attachment. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, Mr. LaBarber sent me a text and I, and I forwarded the attachment to you, Mr. LaBarber. Did you get it? And I would have no, you the attachment to everybody else. I didn't realize that it was not included. Yeah, I emailed you right back once I got your email and, and mentioned that actually. But oh, I didn't yeah, see the email, forward. but I did see Mr. Okay. LaBarber's text and that's why I resent it to him. Okay. Well, if you could just pass that on to us for the record then, so we'll have it. I'd appreciate that. So we don't have to Thank you. find some other means to get it, subpoenas yep. or whatever. So, uh, all right. So we have the motion. We have a second. Any further discussion? All right. Mr. Porter, will you call the roll on the resolution, please? Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay. Right. Uh, I'll need to check with uh, Brenda and make sure that electronic signatures are okay. They may not be. Okay. So I'll, let, I'll let you know. And, All right. Uh, we need to rescind the other resolution for certain now also. So. Okay. I have right. that resolution and I'll read it. A resolution repealing resolution uh, 2021, uh, whatever that number was from last. Do you have that completed in front of you, Deepak? Yeah, it's 2021-R021. Okay. That authorized payment in full of various purpose, limited tax, general obligation, bond, anticipation, notes, Dispensing with the second reading and declaring an emergency. Motion. I'll second. I think I heard dueling motions again. And I've got it on the screen here for a moment. I'm going to take it back down now. All right. Any discussion as to this? All right. Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. And for the record, that, that attachment was sent to everybody uh, uh, just now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. That's all the business we have. Motion to adjourn. Second. All right. All in favor? Aye. 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 And thank you. I just got that email, Tom. All right. Well, market conditions are always changing and it dealt us a surprise today, which is a good thing. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good day, everyone.